0: five six seven eight rory Rory. let's talk more about rory Rory. (laughs) roar (laughs) roar roar. everyone names all their lions rory oh really yeah like who like people okay all right (laughs) (laughs) that was educational all
1: right here we go Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Go More to Consider with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara. This is
0: Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi, Tara.
1: For our listeners who usually listen to us and don't watch us, this is very abnormal for us now because we've been video recording ourselves doing episodes. Yeah. And this is one of the first episodes we've recorded where we are not on screen. And thank God.
0: (laughs) I know. It's one of those things you just wake up. You put on your own merch. Um, Oh, Haley
1: (laughs) is a walking advertisement for our merch right now. We got on FaceTime and she had like her I'd rather be in Stars Hollow glass. She had on her uh, fall gazebo sweatshirt. And I was like, you want to take some
0: pics? It's cuz it's cozy. I love it. I also have my heating pad. But speaking of looking like a gremlin, mm-hmm. um I went to Starbucks yesterday through the drive-through and it was funny because like before I went, I was having a feeling of like of course I was thinking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and about the fact that like they can't just go out and get Starbucks because like they'd have to like be dressed the nines, but not me cuz no one knows who I am. Mm-hmm. Um and then I went through the Starbucks drive-through and my barista the dr- window was like you look really familiar. And I was like, Oh, Uh -oh. no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It's happening. It's happening. I just it's like I spoke it into existence. And it turned out that it was one of our listeners who was Delaney. Hi, Delaney. She couldn't have been nicer. She was so sweet. But I was like, I look horrendous right now isn't that always how it goes
1: like you always just look like a gremlin at the moments where someone recognizes you that happened to me recently I was in Connecticut oh we were together remember we went into Maggie McFly's and I put on makeup oh yeah because I was like I am genuinely going to run into somebody I know I know I'm going to if I don't put on makeup I'm going to see someone yeah. I know. And instead, my
0: mom saw one of her uh, former students. Yeah. So oh, she did. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the thing is like in my hometown, like I'm bound to run into someone like, course, you know, that I yeah. know in my regular life. I like didn't expect to run into a listener. And I was like, only ball gowns to go to Starbucks <laughs> now. <laughs> now you have to dress to the nines like taylor swift and
1: travis kelsey
0: i know i really do wow i didn't think about that yeah you're six swift, degrees of separation kelsey. from taylor swift and travis kelsey <laughs> in my stepping out for a public affair moment oh um, i love that but for you. yeah but no it was so nice to meet you delaney hi if you ever see me and i look like a gremlin please still feel free to come up and say hi to me <laughs> yeah honestly Sam. <laughs> When we were at Fan Fest, we met so many listeners. We
1: did. It was so lovely. It was so nice. Yeah. This is really the first episode, not the first episode we're recording, but the first episode that we're releasing post Fan Fest, that we are yeah. recording post Fan Fest. Um, because last week we had mentioned that we were going to be doing uh logan episode this week but we are actually doing a rory gilmore to consider episode um, which we'll
0: get into which we'll get into
1: in a second but on our logan episode we were like oh we should talk about fan fest and then we realized that we were gonna actually put a little gilmore to consider in here so we didn't get a chance to talk about it but it was so lovely to meet all of you those of you who we met it was so great it just made our hearts very happy
0: i know and it was like the first like instance of meeting listener out in the wild oh which is interesting because we met a listener named Haley when we were in washington depot yes we, we did a little road trip
1: yes we did also at
0: like a coffee shop sort of thing wow there's
1: just something about gilmore girls and
0: coffee yeah i don't know what it is weird <laughs> so but yeah weird. We, we met so many listeners we met some super cool party people yeah uh, But my favorite interaction, I think, (laughs) was the girl who was wearing the blue Dean Sucks sweatshirt. Yes. And my friend, like, tapped me on the shoulder. She was like, wait, she's wearing your merch. So, of course, I run up to her, tap her on the shoulder, and I'm like, I love your sweatshirt. And she, like, jumps back and she's like, thank you, like, terrified her, accosted her. And then Tara walks up and she's like, hi, I'm Tara. Like, as you should. Yeah. Yeah. When you're reading a stranger. <laughs> I know. I know. It was it
1: was more over that I, I mean, I couldn't hear the conversation. So I just thought yeah. that she... You guys were talking and she was like, oh, hi. And so I came up and was like, hi, I'm Tara. Um, yeah. Mostly because there are <laughs> still so many people who it. have no idea what we look like. So that when you go exactly up to them and you say yeah. something, you're kind of like, hi, I have to introduce myself because my voice precedes my face now yeah. um but it's funny um I posted a TikTok for the first time in a while I don't really post on TikTok anymore and um I posted something that I don't know if you saw but I want to talk about it in a second Ooh. Fine. but um someone commented and said that like I guess the video came up on their FYP um and they had just been like it was just one of those things where like you know you leave TikTok open and sometimes it just scrolls mm-hmm. and uh this person commented and was like <laughs> I I uh, wasn't even looking at the screen when this video started playing, but I knew it was you because I heard your voice. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, that's so funny. But the TikTok that I um, had shared, which I want to share with all of you before we get into the Rory of it all, is so random and out there. But the other day, we were... Talking, as we do, you and I. You and me? Yeah. What? And um, <laughs> for some reason, I googled Amy Sherman Palladino. I don't remember what we were talking about. Probably Gilmore Girls. But I just, for some reason, Likely. googled <laughs> Amy Sherman Palladino. And you know, you know, you google someone, and then underneath, especially when they're a famous person and they write stuff, underneath like their projects come up, whether they've acted in mm-hmm. them, written them, et cetera. And there is a show that Amy wrote in 1996 called Love and Marriage.
0: Yeah. This
1: was before she was Amy Sherman Palladino. She was just Amy Sherman Sherman. at the time. Yeah. And she wrote a show called Love and Marriage. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. And I clicked on it. And I'm looking. And I like audibly gasped. And I didn't tell you because I wanted to tell you on pod. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. I'm scared. (laughs) So it's about this family. And kind of like it's like a working class family in New York. The name of the family is the Nardini family. (gasps) And the mom's name is April Nardini.
0: No way. The original (gasps) April
1: Nardini. How crazy is that? I'm looking and I like, I kind of like gasped a little bit because I was like, what? Like, I was like... I thought you were going to say her name was Tara. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, no. It was April Nardini. It was about the Nardini oh family. Gosh. But you know what? It gets a little It gets a little deeper. So this family lives next to, um, you know, another family, their neighbors. And the son was played by Adam Wiley, who plays Brad <gasps> Langford in Gilmore Girls.
0: Really? Yes. Oh, my
1: gosh. I love that. And then a co- like, it only aired for maybe three episodes before getting canceled, unfortunately. But the unaired episodes that were directed, according to Wikipedia, um, two of them were directed by Gail Mancuso so, who directed, like, five <gasps> episodes of Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Oh, Crazy. my gosh. And then the last little bit that really, I was like, oh, my gosh. I don't remember how far into Maisel you got, but there is a Not duo very... of, like, thugs that, like, threatened to beat up Susie, who's Alex Borstein's character. And no, um, one of them is named Frank. And they end up becoming, like, regulars, at least, like, guest stars on the show moving forward. And this actor, uh, one of them, his name is Eric Palladino, and he played the son in Love and Marriage, in the Nardini really? family. And then he goes on to be a Maisel. He's not related to Dan Paladino, but then she ends up marrying Dan Paladino. Same last name.
0: How Look freaking weird. <laughs> I love it because it's like, she feels like a theater troupe where it's like people who are like in her projects just continue moving on with her. Yeah. And I love the little like, the original I know. April Nardini failed. Oh, my gosh. And Someone so commented
1: and was like,
0: if this show had taken off, would
1: we have gotten April Nardini? And I'm like, yeah, yes, her name just would have been she different. she would have had a different name. <laughs> yeah. But how crazy is that? So yeah. crazy, but yeah, I remember that I wanted to tell you that. So when we were on Facetime and I saw that, I was like, "I'm holding on to this, <laughs> like bookmark for later."
0: <laughs> I don't even remember you doing that. I don't remember what we were talking about. Definitely Gilmore Girls. Oh, I'm sure because that's yeah. what we do.
1: <laughs> but we're gonna have a little conversation about yeah, Miss Rory Gilmore because some people got excited. In oh a different my gosh! Way. <laughs> so like we mentioned, we were meant to do our Logan episode this week, and. Part of the reason that we didn't air it this week is because people had a lot of thoughts about Rory Lots Gilmore of thoughts.
0: before we even posted our episode. Oh my
1: gosh! Because we posted on her birthday, which was two days before we released our episode on Instagram. You know, the title of our episode, which of course was "Happy Birthday, Rory Gilmore," everybody hates you, which is not necessarily our sentiment, as no. you can discern from <laughs> the uh, episode that we released. But we basically, you know, posted that because hey, it's it's you know it's catchy. It definitely yeah. like catches your attention. But we post the question in the comment section of like, why does everybody hate Rory Gilmore? And there were so many people who were like, this is so
0: mean. Why would you post this? I don't hate Rory. Yeah, they're like you hate Rory. And I'm like, where have you guys been on like the dozens and dozens and dozens of viral TikToks that have gotten like millions of views of people hating Rory? Like oh my I my have God, everywhere three or four. And every single comment is like, she's the villain. I hate her. Worst character. And like, I I never see any comments like, I don't hate her. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love know. her. And that was like the comments here was it was like, unpopular opinion. I still love Rory. Like, I would never go as far as to say that I hate her. Like, mm-hmm. she's just like a young woman who's making mistakes. And to some of them, I was like, she's ruining marriages. So like. The mistakes are different. Yeah. But yeah. like all of that to say is like people were like really, really, really coming to her defense. And I'm like, where have you guys been? Yeah. <laughs> no for totally all these other videos that got exactly. five million views exactly
1: <laughs> like I had to comment and be like hi to be clear we don't hate Rory where yeah. this is just more of a commentary on like the general audience and their yeah. thoughts and feelings because I felt like we had to clarify because people were coming for us in the comments being like someone said something to the effect of like if you hate Rory you shouldn't have a Gilmore Girls podcast
0: and we were like whoa. I know <laughs> and that's what I was literally like whoa <laughs> yeah slow down slow <laughs> down please like wait till you listen to the episode <laughs> yeah yeah don't And also you worry. I get
1: it some people just like read the post and then they you know post a comment but yeah. our caption was like why does everybody hate rory gilmore we have some thoughts coming on tuesday it wasn't like why
0: do we hate rory gilmore we hate this girl yeah <laughs> we hate this fictional woman yeah so much <laughs> yeah no
1: it was just so funny to kind
0: of watch people pop off in the comments which like you know We loved. That's why we. That's why we posted it. Shocked and but I like I loved it because it was just so different. But like Tara and I were like, we have to have a Gilmore to consider. We have to talk about this. (laughs) Yeah. So we asked people to
1: call in. We did a call for. We did a call for calls. A call for calls. um, A call for voicemails. Um, So I kind of picked two that felt like, you know, two different ends of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. So in keeping with last week's episode and kind of the reasons why people end up being disappointed in Rory, not rooting for Rory anymore, etc., we had a listener call in about their thoughts on why they are disappointed in Rory. So let's hear from our bestie, Alyssa. Mm.
2: Hi, besties. This is Alyssa. um, And I was calling in. In regards to the Rory Gilmore post about why everybody hates Rory, I think I have an maybe more of an unusual reason to dislike Rory rather than her dropping out of Yale, stealing the boat, sleeping with Dean. I argue that one of Rory's most low moments that disappointed me the most was in Die Jerk when she writes the article about the ballerina. And I get she was trying to write an honest review, but when they were reading bits and pieces of the article at Richard and Emily's, and Richard was like, you eviscerated that girl, and they were praising her for tearing down um, this poor girl who was just trying to dance and do her job. And she wrote something about her looking like a hippo and about there being like a roll around her bra straps. Just all of these hurtful comments that, like, I think don't necessarily fit her character otherwise. So when arguing why everyone hates Rory Gilmore, I would would put that one in there alongside of some of the other bigger things that people would complain about with her. All right. Thanks, girls. Bye.
0: Ooh, Alyssa, that is so true. That's bad journalism.
2: (laughs) Well, you know...
1: What's interesting is that, like, as I was listening to this voicemail, I kind of started to think about the writing aspect of it and the fact that, you know, Amy had a heavy hand in, you know, the everything of Gilmore Girls. And as we've talked about before, she is also someone who used to be a dancer. It's so interesting that of all genres of journalism, she's choosing to review a ballet. And I just wonder how much input she had there on the actual commentary and if it was meant to villainize Rory. I don't know if she really went that deep with it, but it wasn't until I listened to this voicemail and I was like, oh, dance, ballet, (laughs)
0: Amy. Word association.
1: (laughs) Yes. It's just, it's so interesting to me that that was the choice in Dijerk. Because I agree. I do think that Rory, it doesn't show a very good side of Rory when that's the review that she's posting. but she does feel bad about it
0: she feels bad about it but like she also wrote it and like yeah. turned it in and was like okay this is the piece that i am writing it's yeah. like a bad journalism because it's just like i mean i know it's a review but it's like it's it's vicious like it was very when they're, vicious when they were talking about like eviscerating her i'm like this isn't she a college ballerina yeah <laughs> it's like i'm not she's not like out there like i don't know it's just well, something and- about it
1: But but also it's kind of a commentary on like the lengths that people will go to kind of fit in or find success. Because with Rory, it sounds like she did a pretty, you know, benign piece. Maybe not about it. And Doyle hated it. And so he was like, you know, you need to go deeper. You need to get tougher, you know. And so it sounds like she did it. But at the cost of this girl's self-esteem and reputation Mm -hmm. and her own reputation because honestly that's really messed up to do to another woman
0: and it just (laughs) seems like Rory's not a girl's girl yeah that's what people keep saying but like wasn't Lorelai very like out like
1: what did you write yeah well because it was you know And Lorelei's been guilty of this too. Case in point, the article that gets written about her and her in, remember when she's talking about Emily and she says some really nasty things about her? And she's like, it was off the record. It's like Lorelei can dish it privately, but doesn't necessarily want that stuff being publicly put out there. And so it sounds like it was the same case with Rory that she was like, wait, no, that was okay for us to say to each other. It's not, but that was okay for us to say, like, you know, behind closed doors. But You published that. Yeah, I
0: remember that now. You know? Mm. So. Yeah. Interesting. No, I totally agree with Alyssa. Like, I think it just, like, makes them seem like bad people. Yeah. Like, if they're going to talk about people, especially if they're going to talk about them in private and then write it down, then just Mm. be like, wait, why is everyone mad at me? Yeah. No, it was definitely a bad look. And I think
1: that this is, I I don't know, I think that, like, season four worries when she starts to kind of blossom into the character that everybody Widely comes to be disappointed in so because she's just heading down she's literally like driving in the car towards Dean 2.0 so you know I think this is kind of the beginning of that I don't know it's
0: not something that I think about very often and I'm glad Alyssa brought attention to it yeah I was laughing a lot Alyssa I will say as you are listing out all of the other reasons to possibly hate Rory I'm like this is She's extensive like, it's, not, it's not you know because she dropped out of Yale and it's not because, because she slept she with a married
1: man a lot, and it's not because she stole a boat yeah because all that stuff comes after the fact but like I yeah. never really think of die jerk as being and like what she does during yeah. that episode as being like oh this is the early signs of Rory being kind of the villain
0: and like I would I wouldn't put stealing a yacht and dropping out of Yale on the same scale mm-hmm. I would Mm-mm. put this die jerk article as, like worse because it's like I mean like the stealing the yacht is bad but like it speaks more to her character of the die jerk article dropping yeah. out of Yale I don't put no on I this don't scale either at all and
1: the stealing of the yacht is more about the happenings around it it's like yeah. And the privilege that it's it It's the privilege that, yeah, accompanies it. So that's really what it is. I mean, I'm not saying that she was, <laughs> that stealing a yacht is okay. Is morally um, <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but when it comes to this article, the fact that she would disparage another woman's body, and again, like kind of has with her mother, a, like throughout the entire episode, that's very woven into the fabric of um the way that they speak about like outward appearance yeah is just i don't
0: know it's just oh it's icky yeah it uh, i mean not to like bring amy into this but like i mean it's her show it just reminds me of when her and lauren graham had the event for lauren graham's book launch and she was Mm. talking about rachel brosnahan and she kept referring to how tiny her waist was Mm. and like it was in a positive sense but it just felt like a very like Hyperfixation fixation on the way that people look um and i think that's evident in all of her shows
2: um yeah. which
0: i think is rooted in probably her background as in dance because yeah. i think that's a lot of people well, like a lot of people in dance get ingrained in like how you look and like the whole point of dance is how your body looks so like i understand that but like don't love it
1: yeah not loving that that was the angle that yeah. rory took if you didn't like the dance that's okay if you didn't like the performance that's fine for sure but to comment on her body I just felt was very it was just low blow and yeah. I think that the intention of it was more so that like Rory got so far away from herself in trying to appease Doyle like I think that was the purpose yeah but yuck
0: yuck that was
1: really not good <laughs> yeah yeah um so I understand and I I'm glad that Alyssa brought that to our attention because that's not something that we I think as an audience immediately think about.
0: Yeah. We think, think about we
1: instantly the think about affairs, the <laughs> affairs, the cheating, the stealing, yeah. <laughs> the felonies, you know, we think about yeah. that kind of stuff. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, including beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets,
0: and more. And as you all know, I love shopping through the Rakuten app. Every time I shop online, I always start there to see what the cashback deals are. It's incredibly user-friendly, membership is free, and it's easy to sign up. The best part is you can maximize your savings by stacking cashback on top of other deals because the app lets you know what the store sales and coupons are at your favorite places to shop. Speaking of favorite places to shop, I love
1: shopping Anthropologie's post-holiday sale where they put their clearance on clearance. This year, not only did I get savings on top of savings, but I also got cash back by shopping their sale through Rakuten. Cashback rates are changing daily, so make sure that you check their site or your app to
0: snag the best deals. Start all of your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app like me to start your saving today. Your cashback really adds up. I don't know what it is, but cowboy boots are magic. Since they've arrived, I have worn my Tacovis boots almost every day. I have the Annie in Midnight. I know you have the Annie in Bone. I do. But they make me feel so powerful because, of course, it is my dream to be a cowgirl. Yes, I know this about you. But I also know (laughs) you've told me that you wear them.
1: new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas Only at tacovas.com That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Haley, I feel like most of our followers already know that we don't really drink alcohol, but we do love And I stand by what we talked about last week in that, like, her dropping out of Yale and her choosing, you know, to step away from school for a moment is not a reason to be disappointed in her to not like her. Um, yeah. I think that that's kind of a silly reason. Um, and we actually had a listener on the flip side of this conversation call in Ooh. and speak to their experience with that.
3: Hi. My name is is. Um, I'm calling in about your roasting Rory episode. And honestly, I think everyone is way too unfair about Rory in her college years. I am Rory in her college years. I went to a preparatory high school that was like private and college prep and super intense. I went straight to a four year university and had a triple major. I was exceeding. In all of these, I published, like, a, it's really niche and nerdy, but I published something. I'm a, I'm a writer, and I've done a lot. And it's my third year now, and I'm so freaking burnt out that I literally, um, I dropped two of my majors. and graduating a semester early, and I'm going to literally just go work at a coffee shop, slash try and maybe become a yoga instructor. Because the expectations that people put on you, and, like, the weight of all of that, is really damaging to a person when you have something go wrong. And maybe Rory like maybe you could rush Rory and say that she's fragile for that being the reason. But I don't think that Mitchum was really the reason. I think Mitchum spoke to an insecurity that she already had and just heightened that and we'll look at the I honestly relate to Rory. I have had weird relationships, stuff that maybe wasn't the most moral, but like you're you're acting in such a way that feels comfortable and good and you're figuring it out and you know what at least where i went back to school because i don't know if i am and i have a lot of, of great sympathy my disappointment is more Glory in the revival series year in the life i think that that's kind of where she fell off but i don't know i feel like people are way too harsh on this 21 year old who has been achieving 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 her whole life and burns out that's so valid and she went back and she did this so people can calm down in my opinion you know come and arrest me you know <laughs> come and rest a real person who I mean, maybe has even lost a reduction it but it's still human
0: people can calm down that's the quote <laughs> i loved that come and arrest yeah. me <laughs>
1: That really got me. No, I yeah. really love this take because it kind of speaks to what we were talking about towards the end of the episode before we were roasting Rory, or actually while yeah. we were roasting Rory, I believe. I said something to the effect of, like, I know that we've been talking about her mistakes, but I do think at the end of the day, this is a commentary on Amy's part of, like, children and young adults who are, like, deeply encouraged and told they're special and told they can do anything, which there's not not necessarily anything wrong with, who just struggle and end up yeah. maybe not turning out the way that everybody expected them to and there's nothing wrong with that that's okay no.
0: yeah and <laughs> academic burnout is so real I think that the the thing is is like there's a lot of like projection onto the show admittedly because I don't think that like I don't think that the show does a good job of portraying academic burnout until she is, like, burnt out, like, Mm. sitting in her, uh, like, final, staring out the window, not able to do this, Mm -hmm. um, because she kind of seems, like, pretty capable up until that point and like mm-hmm. to be fair with academic burnout you kind of seem capable until you're like i literally can't do this anymore i have to leave school so like maybe it is a good representation and it looks different for everyone um i hope that this bestie is okay i'm glad that they have dropped two of their majors and are that's now a lot three majors? majors i know when they that's said that i was lot. like, damn. Um, But I'm glad that they have found something that works for them. They're going to work in a coffee shop, do some yoga. That sounds very relaxing. Yeah. Um, And they were talking about how, like, Rory does go back to school. She does find herself again. And I don't think that that's necessarily, like, what you have to do when you've burnt out. You can totally change your path um, like this bestie did. Or, like, Rory, like, she, she figured it out. She went back. She knew what was right for her. She just needed a little break. And I do hate when people hate her for that Mm -hmm. because it's that feeling of like, if your friend came to you and was dealing with this, would you hate them for it? Yeah. And that's always the feeling that I have is like, no. And if you did, why? (laughs) Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think that a lot of what
1: this caller broke down is super important to remember. It's just the other side of the conversation, right? Like, I think it's totally valid that people are disappointed in Rory's moral compass Because obviously, like I said before, she's not a girl's girl. Talking about like disparaging another woman's body, sleeping with somebody else's husband, sleeping with somebody else's fiance. It's like... She's just not a very good person. (laughs) But I (laughs) think... Not even as it relates
0: to girls.
1: Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, when people are like, oh, I'm so disappointed in Bory, she dropped out of school. And, you know, she had a rift with her mom. And, you know, X, Y, Z. That kind of stuff to me is something that I empathize with more because... As this caller shared, like, when you are the main character, every flaw is under a microscope, right? Yeah. So for people who disparage Rory for those mistakes, I'm not talking about the sleeping with Dean, you
0: know,
1: sleeping with Logan, etc. I'm talking about, you know, the other side of the coin. For those who disparage that, it's like, if somebody literally filmed every move you made in your life when you were growing between the ages of 18, even 16, let's go back as far as the pilot... And 22. I mean, I would probably be one of the most hated characters in my show, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I would be the villain, in fact. (laughs) Because like our listener
1: shared in her call, she made some poor choices when it came to her romantic endeavors. I mean, I never slept with anybody's husband. But, you know, I made choices that I would never make today. I've shared that plenty of times on this podcast like yeah, especially you're growing you're learning and so I think that when you kind of zoom out and you're like oh in this lifetime we are going to make mistakes we are going to err like it's just that's what's going to happen you know it's I think that totally you can give happen. Rory a little bit more grace but as they also shared you know she was a little bit more disappointed in her year in the life and I think that part of the argument that I can get behind in that sense is that like you're not 21 anymore. Yeah. You're 32. And yeah. I'm not saying you can't make mistakes. I'm about to turn 32 and I still make mistakes every single day. But yeah. again, I'm not sleeping with someone's fiance.
0: No. <laughs> the mistakes are different. You know, but as it relates to her career and like uh, the fact that like she had like all of these opportunities and she just kind of seemed to flounder. Mm. I wonder if like that. I, get, I don't know if it's, like, canonic, but, like, it feels like that burnout never really fixed itself. Yeah. And, like, she kind of just, like, floundered through this, like, idea that everyone had of her when she was 16 of, like, mm-hmm. she was so driven and knew exactly what she wanted. And it's, like, if you want the same thing at 16 that you do as you're turning 32, I think that something went wrong. Like, you, oh, I don't necessarily think
1: that, I think some people know what they want to do. Some people know what they want to be. But I yeah. think that it, it, you can be one of those people and not disparage somebody else for not knowing the same thing. Yeah, You know what I mean? I just,
0: I feel like it, it changes though. Like I feel like it it evolves. Like maybe it's not the exact same thing, but it's like, it's more of like if you are Doing what you wanted to do at sixteen when you're thirty two, even if it's not exactly what you want to do, because you're upholding this idea because it's like, well, that's what I always said I wanted to do, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, it's more of that. that. It's less of it's less of like don't hold yourself to the same standard that you did when you were sixteen. Yeah, that's more of what I mean. Yeah, no, like if you have this dream that like you've always wanted to do and you still want to do it, do it. But it's more of of like if you're doing it because you said you were going to do it and you don't want to anymore. Yeah. That's more so what I mean.
1: I totally hear that because I have had to reconcile a lot of that within myself. Like, would my 16-year-old self be proud of the person I am today? Yeah. And probably not.
0: But she that's actually okay. She would because she has a Gilmore Girls podcast and that was her favorite thing then. Oh, that's true.
1: <laughs> that's true. Your 16-year-old self would be very proud. <laughs> She's like, you talk about Logan all the time. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Um, but there are a lot of ways in which I think my 16-year-old self would be disappointed, but my 16-year-old oh, self sure. didn't know anything about the world she
0: didn't so <laughs> she knew a lot about glamour girls though and she thank did and for that. <laughs> she'd be thrilled that we're doing
1: this but you know there were a lot of expectations you set for yourself and the people around you set for you um in Rory's case when you're 16 and as we spoke to in last week's episode I don't necessarily think that just like you said you necessarily have to hold yourself to that same exact standard I think that's an impossible standard to set sometimes yeah so yeah, I love hearing the other side of this conversation because again, you know, we weren't expecting to get like a lot of backlash
0: on this post. Yeah, it was um it was almost like not backlash as much as like support of Rory. Like, yeah, it was just a lot of to
1: get all the commentary supporting Rory that we did was very interesting. But I love I that they spoke to <laughs> the um reality that there were a lot of people in the comments being like, why would we want to watch a character who just like succeeds the entire show? There's nothing yeah. normal about that. There's boring. nothing normal about that. It's it's we so boring. Drama. We need the drama. We need to see the ups and downs because that's literally life. And as we spoke to in last week's episode, that's Amy's writing. She inherently yeah. writes people who are deeply flawed.
0: Yeah. And that's what makes her show interesting. interesting. Yeah. And like I would never like condone infidelity, but like no, watching no, 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 no. watching people like watching this unfold and watching people make this decision, I'm like, what are you doing? I'm yeah. Like, I want to keep watching this. <laughs> what is going yeah. on
1: for you? <laughs> no, it's called a drama for a reason. It's a dramedy.
0: And boy, do we love the drama.
1: We do. So those are the two voicemails I wanted to play to kind of juxtapose against each other because they're two very different takes. But I think there is like the Venn diagram in the middle. I think a lot more people rest in the middle vibes. than yeah. yeah. I think a lot more people rest in the middle than they want to admit. Yeah, and I guess we learned that by posting uh, <laughs> our post on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So I'm
0: I'm happy. I love having these conversations. That's why we that's why we do this. I know. Speaking of resting in the middle, I know that we have our Logan episode next. We are going to follow it up with a Logan GTC. Yeah. And I'm really interested to figure out how you guys feel. About what we said in that episode, because we have really, already recorded it, <laughs> we have, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear what Haley
1: has to say. Oh my about gosh. Logan. no surprises there. <laughs> are there? Maybe there are. Um, maybe. I thought it was a great episode, not to toot our horn, but toot, toot. <laughs> I thought it was really, it was a really good conversation. So I'm excited to get into to it
0: and see you next week which you'll see because it is a video episode as well as an audio. Yeah, we'll have a
1: video episode and it will also be available to stream. So buckle up because we're going to get into all things Logan. And
0: we'll have more to say on that next week.